Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Anything for the talk, right? That's easy. Easy, I said anything for the talk. Tick tock, okay? I see where a beachgoer in Australia, lucky to uh, remain unharmed as she filmed herself, again, anything for the talk, picking up a venomous octopus that kills humans. The woman with the username Catapila, K-A-T-A-P-I-L-A-H. Amorphophallus. Yeah, she goes by that username. Cradling the blue-ringed octopus in her left hand. The footage is captioned this, the dangerously beautiful sea. And then when she was made aware that uh, you're lucky to still be alive there, Catapila. Amorphophallus. Uh, she was like, oh my gosh, I'll never let that happen again. Anything for the talk. And then we have another example of anything for the talk. We have a, a TikToker who said uh, that she uh, sprays tanning spray in her nostrils because, uh, hey, I don't care. Uh, so this is going to take 10 years off my life. I don't care. I don't want to be old anyway. Old people are ugly. (laughs) So the tanning nasal sprays, many of which are available for sale in the U S all claim to increase production of melanin, right? Is it melanin or melatonin? Maybe melanin. Melanin. That's what gives you the tan? Is that right? Melatonin was, makes you fall asleep. I thought for sure he was going to do the amorphophallus again. But it's melanin, right? The ME, it's not that, so that is correct. It's not melatonin. It's amorphophallus. Yeah, that's what it is. In the skin after it's inhaled. So, okay. Anything for the talk, right? Just spray that tanning lotion up those nostrils and feel better about yourself. And by the way, right? Uh, I don't want to be old anyway. Old people are ugly. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, you know that no one supports truckers more than me and this program, Chewing the Fat. No one. I mean, that's, that's a fact. Now, I've talked about how I think it's a mistake that the truckers are going to try to, you know, go to D.C. and choke Washington, D.C. down like a boa constrictor. That's what the guy who's putting the trucker convoy, the freedom trucker convoy together, said they were going to do to D.C. And I know they're ta- they've already got it, the Capitol fenced off for they're going to be there next week for the, the uh, State of the Union from a president joseph robinette biden and so the national guard apparently is going to be deployed now uh, in a potential uh you know to intervene in the trucker covid19 protest so i have come up with a plan i talked a little bit about it the other day about just the truckers just taking the day off instead of doing a convoy and blocking traffic and you know doing all that just take the day off trucker day off so i think and as i'm driving to work today it's sleeting and raining here in the DFW area, and it's just agonizing. But I braved through that for you. Now, I was thinking to myself, truck off. 
hashtag truck off and that's the day off and it's just truck off huh come on now i i want that i want that trending i want the day off from the truckers to make the protest on the mandates truck off hashtag truck off you're welcome and i was thinking about how to help and save nbc in the olympics this is what i am this is i'm just a helper today all right i've got the truckers with the hashtag truck off you know how good i mean you could use that for anything just truck off joe biden truck off justin trudeau truck off mandates huh come on now i know again you're welcome. But as I was thinking about the NBC uh, Olympic debacle, and they were concerned about um, you know the viewing, they were down forty percent from the last Winter Olympics. Ooh, and those Olymp- Winter Olympics were not really that good either. So you're, when you're off from those, you're a little bit lower than. But they were saying that you got sixty percent more on the streaming platforms. Well, I mean the numbers are way down, and they offered all these new different platforms that we're going to provide different events but really the events kind of sucked the way they did it the way nbc did it really was not done well at all so here's what you do nbc i'm going to give you how to fix it on chewing the fat so when this breaks and nbc says we've come up with a plan and this is what we're going to do you can say isn't that what jeff fisher and chewing the fat said back right after the winter olympics in 2022 did you know yesterday was two 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 oh never mind this is it's a bad joke <laughs> for those of you listening live yesterday was two 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 um okay so what nbc needs to do is yeah two two no two 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 right Two, 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 Tuesday. That was yesterday. (laughs) All right, stop it. All right, so NBC, all right, they just need the Olympic app. All right, just one Olympic app. Then all the other sports can be underneath that app. So I can go to the NBC app, and if I want to watch curling, if I want to watch ice skating, if I whatever there were the hell sport I want to watch, I can click on that inside the Olympic app. And if there's nothing live happening, I have access to the previous events. But if something I then I can even watch the previous events if something live is happening that I don't care about inside of that. Then everybody has access to everything. The platform is open. And your numbers are going to go through the roof. Your advertising numbers are going to go through the roof. You know how many minutes of advertising you're going to have on each one of those sections inside the overall sponsored NBC Olympic app? You are welcome, NBC. And for I want, I do want some cash money for that. Jeff, it's an idea. We already heard. I know. But I'm I'm telling you, that's what needs to happen. Because then they can quit their whining, and they can put whatever they want on TV, whatever they want to put on the on their on their network. NBC can carry it tonight. We're going to carry the 
Joe's skating and Joe's going to skate in the rink all by himself. And man, don't you want to watch that? Of course, you can always go to the NBC Olympic app brought to you by Willie's Barbecue. I know, I know that Willie's Barbecue. I know he's a big sponsor of the Olympics. And I, I'm telling you, it, was a, it would be awesome. It would be, I, I would actually go have that app. I, I would actually go to that app and watch some events. I watched zero events of this winter Olympics. And I, at one point I kind of felt bad because I watched a couple of the skating highlights on my social media feed. And I thought, I bet you that was great. I bet you that was really fun to watch because, you know, I I mean, I don't mind the skaters skating around doing their thing, you know, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And I didn't want to, if I wanted, I didn't want to tune in to NBC and then have to go to Peacock and then have to go to whatever other network platform they had me on. Just give me one platform that I can go to. You know what? Today I want to watch curling. And I can just spend a couple hours rabbit holing into curling. And then tomorrow, you know what? Tomorrow, I know, I can do skiing. Huh? I mean, how many times have you said that in your life? So many, I can't count. But it's just an idea. And, uh, yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so the point to watch, and if you want to talk about advertising and talk about NBC finding ways to screw it up, yes, it's possible. But if you want people to still be able to go to your network, uh, uh, and and watch the Olympics. Give them something they can't get on the app, right? Okay, so you get the app, and uh, you know it's. It, I mean, I don't think you have to charge for it. I think the app is free, and with commercials, you can watch the live uh, of, of any of the events. They have to set cameras up. Hell, they were broadcasting from Connecticut doing the China Olympics and the guy sitting in his home in Connecticut and they're coming down there. I mean, they're come on now. It's 2022 and it's going to be, you know, the next winter Olympic is when 2030. I know it's just a couple years away, but yeah, I got it. I know every four years, but, uh, so you've got time NBC, you've got time. Okay. So you put advertising out inside of those windows on each of the sports Okay, so whoever wants to sponsor snowboarding and curling or whatever, that's fine. They can sponsor that inside the app, and you can sponsor the overall Olympic app. But what would drive you to the actual network feed would be to see the backstories that they provide and produce, because they do so many of those on the Olympic players. And while I get kind of agonized by those stories some of them are worth watching and these people have had their struggles and they work hard to get to the olympics and you know they want to tell their story and you want to oh isn't that great they struggled and look at the struggle and yet he made it to the olympics good for him all right let's go to the event now that's that's my backstory (laughs) in a nutshell but that would drive you right that would give you a reason to watch the network because the network is giving you the produced packages about the athletes the app just gives you the event the live event and the actual the previous events that happened during the olympics anyway i'll i know sorry i'm sorry but i just nbc all i want is just a couple of million for that that's all it's just a couple of mil we can talk i might even take just one 
and uh, I'll sit down and we'll 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 knock out all the nuts and bolts. Okay, you and me, NBC and me. Ooh, that could be a show too. I could stream that on Blaze TV, NBC and me. Okay, now we've got all my bases covered. Call me. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. So good. Speaking of apps, I see where, and I didn't realize that we needed an app for this, but apparently we do. The We Can't Wait app. Uh, We Can't Wait restroom access app. I know. So apparently patients with Crohn's disease or ultracolitis. Yeah, that colitis. Uh, known collectively known as inflammatory bowel disease or IBD can have unexpected and urgent needs to find a restroom at a moment's notice now no joke I'm sure that is no joke right I get it so I mean do you need an app what I know what you need it ain't an app okay uh, you can call it what you want, but it ain't. For years, the foundation apparently has provided members with a physical I can't wait card. Is that a problem? Like if you were to run into a place and say, I got to use your restroom, I've got IBD. Amorphophallus. Is somebody saying no to you? I, I, I Okay. But if you whip out the I can't wait card. Is that changing their mind? If a guy, if a guy or a girl is going to tell you no, but as you run into a place and say, "I've got IBD and I'm going to get attacked and I need to go right now," and that person is the person that's going to say, oh, "I don't care. You can't use the restroom. You know, go out into the front of the store or something." But you, you can't use that. Is that person going to say, "Oh, you've got an I can't wait card. Go ahead." I think not. But this app will help you know uh, where those special places are that have access. You know, that now there's legislation now that's coming to version. Thank God the government will fix it. They're going to require public access to employee-only restrooms for those with a medical need. Well, that's good. Now, this app will address the access challenge by increasing awareness among local establishments about patient needs. So you can get the app and then you can... I I don't know if the the app salesmen come by and they, you know, give you a quick knock on the door and they, hey, how you doing? I'm with the I Can't Wait app. And, you know, you have people come in here with IBD and they also suffer from... Amorphophallus. And we want to be able to get them right into your restroom. I see you have an employee-only restroom in the back there. So when these people come in, I don't want them to flash their I can't wait card. I want them to just be able to say, I've got the app and IBD. And uh, maybe they can, you know, maybe have a sign that they pull out of their pocket that says. Amorphophallus. And then you let them right into the employee access bathroom. So anyway, for those of you suffering from. Amorphophallus. Or IBD, uh, you know, you've got the We Can't Wait app now. So go use and be comfortable, I guess. 
there was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. This is why the app is needed. <laughs> it was read that long ago. And they realized then, oh, man. Uh, that's when they started with the card. And they said, man, we got to get these people a card, man. <laughs> And then now they realize that people don't, they don't care. The people are just, I don't care if you got a card or not. No, you can't use the bathroom. And so then they go out in front of a QT and you get. There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> Why didn't you show me your card? I would have let you in. So not only does NBC have issues, I know that ABC has issues too, but they want to let you know that you're on, that they are on top of it for you, okay? So they've got the Oscars coming up soon. And they don't know what they've got the hosts now and they're changing things around, but where they want to let us know that 8 8 of the 23 Oscar categories will not be presented live on March 27th. Oh. Um so Mike, I would say so, but they're going to be taped in the hour before the telecast in the audience and then run at points during the show. So that's supposed to make it better and sure. Absolutely. Here's an idea. There's, there's, you know what? Just, I, I'm here for the networks today uh, I, I i i should be just a network consultant today yeah. uh, perhaps abc you could do the entire eight to ten you know what you know what let's just do half let's go ahead and break it in half half of the oscars could be done i don't know before you start your live broadcast on television people could watch it on your streaming platform you know just we'll just watch it over there watch it on don't you own hulu too oh my gosh you could go live on hulu and make it a whole six or seven eight hour event but what you broadcast on abc the big ones you know all the big ones that people actually care about not the best grip this year well I didn't really rephrase that for a second. <laughs> I do care about the best group. Anyway, the, uh, you know, like the best picture and the best actor. We care about those. The best grip? The... Oh, yeah, we do. I know. That's a different grip, though. But we do care about it. But that could still be on streaming. Then we would care. We'd tune in to the two-hour extravaganza and be done. Have a nice day. But... You know, whatever. If you want to record them an hour early, and let's, uh, you know, I mean, you better use some of your uh, sports producers to get that thing turned around. Because I have a feeling that uh, your TV people, your regular TV show people, you might not be able to turn that around as quick as you think. So bring in your sports people that know how to do it. Okay? You're welcome. My gosh, I how much help do I need to give these networks? And did you see, remember the uh, volcanic eruption uh, that, uh, you know, also had, we had were tsunami warnings from the uh, Tongan Islands? Was it just one island or was it Tongan just was one island or was it Tongan Islands? 
out there in the Pacific somewhere. Anyway, Tungan. Tungan. Uh, they just, isn't that what they're, yeah, T-O-N-G-A-N. If you play Amorphophallus, I swear that's going to be it. It's not Amorphophallus. Amorphophallus. It's, t- it's Tungan, right? That's how it's pronounced. Amorphophallus. Yes. And so they just, it's been for like five weeks, five or six weeks. How long do we need to help these people? They just got their internet back. Amazing. I mean, isn't there satellites? We can't orbit the globe. They can't get internet. I mean, a little volcano goes off and it shuts down the internet for, for weeks. I mean, they just had another volcano go off in Italy. Everybody was fine. I just, I watched the photos. They said, oh, look at, there it goes, all the ash and everything rolling down the side of the, uh, yeah. All people are fine. No one was hurt in the making of this video. Okay. Maybe the Tongan people need to, you know, take some notes from Italy. Again, I just throwing out, I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help today. So I got an email telling me uh, the, uh, hey, want to know UK's best workplaces for well-being in 2022? And I thought, sure, I'll take a look. I don't really care about UK's best workplaces for well-being in 2022. But then I got into the website, (laughs) greatworkplace.co.uk. And I see all the world's best workplaces, world's best, not just in the UK, but that's for 2021. That's not 2022. So I thought, did I I know the world's best workplaces last year? And I looked, number one, number one world's best workplace in 2021, DHL Express, according to this. Number two, Cisco Number three, Hilton. Number four, Abvi. Abvi. Now you say to yourself, what is Abvi? Because I did. Uh, it's Australia, Austria, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Greece, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Saudi Arabia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Turkey, United Arabs, United Kingdom, United States. Huh. That's where they're located at. But what is AbVibe? Not AbVibe. I know it's AbV. All right. A-B-B-V-I-E. Pharmaceutical Research and Development. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, okay. Salesforce, number five. 3M, number six. SC Johnson, number seven. These are all these are the top workplaces for well-being uh, last year. Now, they may have slipped this year. I mean, AbV might not be number four this year. You just never know. Amgen. Amgen, they're only, they're not, there's Austria, Colombia, Italy, Mexico, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Saudi Arabia, Singapore, Spain, Switzerland, Turkey, United Arab Emirates. Huh. S-A-P-S-E. What is S-A-P-S-E? 
Well, they're located in Argentina, Brazil, Canada, Chile, Chile, Colombia, Greater China, China, Taiwan. Huh, that's interesting that they're calling it that. Greater China with China, Taiwan in parentheses. They're trying to get past the, uh, yeah, well, it's not really China, but it is China, but it's Taiwan is their own country. You know what? It's just Greater China. China, Taiwan, in parentheses. That's cute. They're a little S-A-P-S-E. Japan, Mexico, Peru, Switzerland, United Kingdom, United States. And, of course, I mean, if you're not sure what S-A-P-S-E is, I mean, they're a multinational software corporation. Duh. Okay? My gosh. You gotta tell people what they are. Uh, uh, number uh, number ten is Roche. Uh, number eleven is Hilti. Uh, number twelve is A. <laughs> a. First of all, we have to. Know, I want to know what Hilti is too. But Hilti and A. We got Hilti. Hilti makes power tools, fasteners and software for construction okay i mean no wonder they're in austria canada chile denmark finland germany japan mexico netherlands portugal sweden united states they're not in greater china though and i will say uh roche number 10 the best place to work does say that they are in greater china without the parentheses china taiwan so that's the deal that means they're in taiwan greater china means that they're in taiwan okay i got you and i wonder what a is because they're in argentina belgium canada chile greater china india paraguay south korea united states a global business that operation leaders build enterprise resilience. Let us help transform and reframe the future of your organization. That's consulting at A. That's EY, Ernest and Young. It's, I mean, it's just fantastic. They only, they only have revenue of $40 billion. Uh, a little small. Did you say Ernest and Young? Yeah. Oh, it's Ernst. It's not Ernest. Steve <laughs> Ern. <laughs> That's Ernest. They just they call it Ernst because they're embarrassed to call him Ernest anymore. He's Mr. Billionaire Big Shot. His real name is Ernest. And so the sign, they didn't have enough money to put the A in the sign. And so they say, that's Ernst, all right? Okay, it's fine. Ernst and Young. Fine, that's what it is. But it's really Ernest. You didn't know that? My God, you are dumb. All right, we're going to, you know what I'm saying, Vern. You know what I mean. Ernest and Young. I can't take, (laughs) a stupid, you know what I'm saying, Vern, is now in my head, thanks to Ernst and Young. I mean, if they'd only had enough money for the A, when they got started number 13 is uh, sas institute at&t direct tv striker corporation uh you know it goes on and on these major multinational corporations those are the world's best workplaces for 2021 and for your well-being and 
gosh darn it that's good to know i mean if you last year's list 20 million employees 10,000 companies worldwide spanning 106 countries Uh, to be considered in the top 25 companies must be identified as outstanding global employers by appearing on at least five best workplaces lists in Asia, Europe, Latin America, Africa, North America, Australia during the previous year. Doesn't say anything about greater China and, uh, you know, China, Taiwan. Doesn't say anything about that. So, okay. I hope you work for one of these fine companies and, uh, and make a good living. DHL actually would be a, because uh, you're not moving humans around. You're moving packages. <laughs> You don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about. I do not. I would not want to be a work for the airlines now in today's world, man. Because, well, you know what, working for the airlines now is almost like being a police officer. So if you've got a little bit of a, you know, that God complex that we've noticed happens to a number of police officers over the years, uh, you could be a. You can work as a flight attendant now and get away with it. Put that mask back on. Excuse me, sir. Put that mask on. Excuse me. Kid, get that mask on. Right. Oh, no, we're not shooting people, but we we get to escort them off the plane. And plus, I mean, (laughs) we got to clean up back here in uh, seat 50B. Looks like somebody's been shot. I don't know what happened, but... uh, (laughs) We got an empty seat. Is there anybody waiting out in the lobby? Because uh, tell them they can get it on. We're just going to carry them out. Just wrap them up and carry them out. Don't say anything. Just keep moving. People will say something to you. Just keep moving. Don't look them in the eye. Just carry them off the plane. It could happen. And, I mean, you're not hearing the gunshot. You're not. If you're on the plane, obviously you're going to hear. But you put a silencer on that bad boy. You're not hearing it. Just say. It's just a joke. I know flight attendants aren't killing people on airlines, okay? (laughs) But they could be. The next time you think to yourself, why does Jeff and Chewing the Fat like the great state of Florida? What I mean, really, why do you like it, Jeff? Well, first of all, I lived there for many years, and I really do, I really do enjoy Florida. But then I have this story telling me about Kelly Elkins, 49-year-old attorney, uh, arrested, I don't know why they called the police on her, for disorderly conduct charge for, uh, well, she went into a lounge at 2.15 a.m., and the bartender wouldn't serve her because she was already too drunk according to the bartender she got pissed and stripped took all her clothes off and said she wasn't going to leave until she got served the guy calls the cops on her the cop says look you got to put some clothes on she puts a sweatshirt on doesn't zip it up and says she's i'm too tired to put my pants on and they you know they took her to jail it's a shame two days before that 
she was cited for disorderly conduct and arrested because she went to have lunch at a Thai restaurant and drinks. Might be a, a problem with the drinks as part of the lunch. And she didn't have enough money to pay for it. So uh, that seems to be a problem. So uh, she stripped down completely and uh, they took her to jail. Again, why do I like Florida? This is why I like Florida. I don't see this in Fort Worth. I guess it happens from time to time. It certainly happens more in Florida. I'll tell you that. More people are walking around butt naked. (laughs) Drunk or high. And they're they're angry because they can't get more alcohol or more drugs. That is why I like Florida. Okay. I will say, though, that it does kind of mean that she really wasn't super hot since they did call the cops, you know, because, you know, I'm pretty sure a hot chick going into this lounge at 2.15 a.m. is still getting served. Right, I looked at the picture of was her stupid name again? Kelly, I think. I remember the darn drunks anymore. Yeah, Kelly Elkins. She was forty nine, uh, and so I was looking at the uh, her promo picture for whatever law department she's part of. Not bad, but the uh, arrest photo. Ooh, Kelly. I mean, things are, you stop drinking, baby. Okay. You had stop, may, perhaps maybe stop eating free Thai food, uh, going to restaurants and eating too much and drinking too much. But she's, you know, originally she looked okay. You know. Don't. She did. She looked fine. But you know that she didn't look good that night. Otherwise, the bartender, male or female, would have said, all right, here to have a drink. Oh yeah. You can stay till we close. I can't let you drive home though, baby. I'll make sure you get home okay. No, you don't need to put any more clothes on. You're fine. Look, it's too cold for you in here. You can cover up with something, but don't worry about it now. Alright? I mean, so... If you're inebriated and you're not really that good looking, you're getting the police called on you. We also found out that uh, beekeepers or beehivists are uh, now turning to anti-theft technology as hive thefts rise. No kidding. Now they show a picture of a beehivist uh, with his uh, the top the lid to his uh you know beehive it's colony and uh i don't get the terminology right and uh it doesn't you know no i'm guessing if i were to go to a hive and attempt to take it i mean i wouldn't think about just cutting that off and taking the hive. perhaps maybe if they're you know Look, every year they bring them into California to pollinate some of the almond crops and they move them around. Perhaps this big grocery chain that has their soul, has their, uh, they had their solar panel fields with their beehives out there. I don't know. Maybe you pay a guy 15 bucks an hour. 
to walk around the field every night and you know guard the beehives and you know here's a here's a theft deterrent all right i'm gonna back the truck into uh into the the beehive area and steal a colony oh you know maybe i'll go the other way i don't want to take those bees I mean, that's a little theft deterrent i'm just saying maybe you do that and i know that they they had the well, didn't the scientists put the little rings around the murder hornets and they try to find, hook up some little neck ring or something on the murder hornets so they could track them and then they fell off and they couldn't they tracked them part way but they you know they ended up you know seeing where they went but the tracker fell off maybe you know you you chip them you chip the bees there's only 40 50 60 thousand of them right now perhaps we work on something that you know if you if you can chip the queen then everything that touches the bee you'll be able to track them all with you know because of the queen bee chip no doesn't work that way okay i just i'm just thinking out loud again i'm just trying to help today that's all i i'm in a helping mood i want to help people survive and be better at stuff that's what this show is all about chewing the fat so people are better and survive happier and healthier and stronger lives I don't know what more I can do. Email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. So speaking of bees, uh, I read the email the other day that I got from uh, Mustang. I don't know what I, his, his, the email is uh, Mustang and then it's Chad. So I may have called him Chad. I'm not sure. Um, and I want, you know, however he wants to go by, he can go by. Because remember, I read the email, he was angry. Uh, at me about apparently he was angry because i used my word beehivist okay it's my word i can call people what i want but he was angry with me because he was a small hobby beekeeper not a beehivist and remember i said yes a full-size hive would contain sixty thousand plus bee easily during the summer I thought you guys were big fact checkers. I now have my doubts. Well, he just sent a response to me, and uh, this is it. Okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Ooh, man. Unhappy. Sorry, dude. All right. I know that, you know, you want proper terminology, but in my world, beehivist is proper terminology because it's my word for you be people and then i find out that fish st- are talking to each other now i kind of you kind of if you think about it and i normally don't think about hey i wonder if fish are talking to each other but according to this story the hums honks and boops are fish chatting about sex and food now what else would fish be talking about but they oh it's nice out today look at the weather is it icy up top maybe oh is that a hole with some food coming down through a hole in the water maybe i'll chomp on it (laughs) now when i was looking (laughs) so then i'm trying to find the audio of the fish talking 
all right because i want to i want to hear the fish i want to hear the noises they're making because we have we we have on this show we have audio from orangutans from we have audio from uh 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 hippopotamuses thank you they're all speaking and talking we have audio and now i see that we have audio of a of a puffer fish eating now this guy stop for just a second i just want you to while you're hearing this this guy is feeding this puffer fish a carrot i mean he's not doing it for the talk but he's it's awesome now it's actually the puffer fish's final meal i mean he's not in the water He's on the cutting room floor, on the table, whatever you want to call it. He's on the cutting board. And the guy has got him puffed up and feeding him a carrot. And it's, the fish is, I mean, it's not, if you are, I mean, PETA, I'm sorry that I'm even smiling at this, okay? But it is hilarious. And then, in the end, he tips him over, he de-puffs him, and down he goes. But the sounds he makes while he's eating is like, I think I might be able to live. I think I might be able to survive. I'm out of the water. I'm going to eat. I'm out of the water. I'm going to live. He's feeding me. I mean, of course, I mean, all of this. works with uh you know my music Pufferfish makes it that much better. Okay, so then I get hooked on a video where this guy is uh, going on the Great Barrier Reef and he's talking about Earth Unplugged. And I don't know that I can take much of the video, but I love, he does actually have uh, audio of fish. I you know, I'm, I'm guessing that they're communicating because that's what fish do. And again, I'm not sure other than sex and food and, hey, where are we swimming to today? I'm not real sure what the fish are talking about. But they talk about new recording devices that they have. And he's almost underwater now with a submarine. He might as well just take a sub down there. He's snorkeling around with these audio devices recording the fish. And then he moves it on to beating up humans. For making too much noise. You see the boat going over and humans are disrupting the fish. Yeah, we know. Fishermen have been telling people to be quiet for millions of years. Hey, zip it. I'm fishing. You're disturbing the fish. We know. It doesn't take a scientist to tell us that. Anyway, this is his little. Whenever I tell people that fish have ears, they look at me like I'm mad. That's because you probably are, but, but go not ahead. only that, people are surprised by the really unusual sounds that fish can make. Here we go. And especially on a coral reef. See, it's produced a bit with it. My music's better. Boom. 
thank you. I mean, that's what they care about. Oh. When we're listening to a reef, we hear the, the snapping shrimp crackling away. The... And then as we add in chirping, perhaps, of some fish that are trying to impress a female on, on a nesting site. Oh, yeah. And get then we've got the clownfish that are here. using sounds to <laughs> communicate within a colony and particularly to warn each other of a predator. These are fish and invertebrates that are making sound for a range of different reasons. They're sometimes trying to find prey and they might be hunting together so they're actually talking oh, yes. to each other while they do this. They might be trying to detect predators. Obviously, they want to avoid uh -huh. any predators. Uh -huh. But they're also then using sound to establish a territory right. to impress each other. So it's a bit like hey, listening to a full orchestra, and it produces so I'm, I'm this wonderful here, okay. cacophony of biological sounds. I love. All right, that's enough. The wonderful cacophony of biological sounds. But just know that hums, honks, and boobs. Are just fish chatting about sex and food. Oh, yeah. Now, again, we know that the hums, honks, and boops are just the fish chatting. However, some noises and squeaks that fish produce, they produce them by grinding their bones against each other in a mechanism called stridulation. Their word, not mine. Okay, okay. Right, I'm just, I'm just saying that they say it in the story. So I mean, just know that they're grinding their bones against each other. Boom. That doesn't mean we have to have that for stridulation. It's all about the science, baby. The humps, the honks. And the boobs. It's just bones grinding against each other, causing stridulation. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.